It's Wednesday, the Florida Gators depth chart. We kind of know what it's going to be, but I have some suggestions here on Locked On Gators. You are Locked On Gators, your daily podcast on the Florida Gators. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Lockdown Gators, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Lockdown Gators your first listen of the day. We're available daily and free wherever you listen to the podcast. Happy Wednesday. I'm Brandon Olson. Find me on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon Rittenberg with Whole Nine Sports and Giants Country of SI.com. Today's episode of Lockdown Gators is brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates that you want to talk to. Faster post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college terms and conditions apply and talking about the death chart now. Um, there's not a ton of changes to be made. There's just not at this point. I feel like for the most part, we know who these players are. We know who the contributors are. And we know that regardless of what the death chart says, rotations will, will show different things based on how frequently you rotate, a guy who's not even on the depth chart rotating in, stuff like that. Uh, we'll probably see Justin Shorter's name on the list again, whether or not he's listed as questionable or out or doubtful. Um, he'll probably be there listed as questionable again, I'm assuming. But one change that I would really like to see is that star, where star is, of course, Trevez Johnson starting, Jadarius Perkins as the second, and the third name is blank now that Kamar Wilcoxon left third name at strong safety or safety because I'm pretty sure they just list safety. Um, Miguel Mitchell, I'd like to see him at the start. That's where he's played when he's rotated in. He rotated in very early against Eastern Washington, and he rotated in very early against South Carolina. When he's played, he's probably been the best star on the field. Uh, Trevor Johnson has struggled mightily this season. Darius Perkins has struggled mightily this season. Miguel Mitchell, here's the thing. He's looked the best. He hasn't been amazing. He's looked the best, though, clearly in the very limited sample size. I think that you kind of have to take that into effect as well. Or when you when you talk about this, you have to consider that as well, that it's a very limited sample size. And it's against Eastern Washington and South Carolina, who, I mean, Florida demolished both of them. It's pretty rough for those sides, not, not, not in Gainesville, but it's pretty rough for those sides. Um, but I think Miguel Mitchell, like I've seen enough where I can look at him and say he deserves more reps. And that's what I'm talking about. I don't need him to be starting. I would prefer that he were over Jadarius Perkins. I'd prefer that he was over Trevez Johnson and Jadarius Perkins, but I know that's not going to happen. Uh, well, not no, but I'm assuming that's not going to happen. But I would love to see him take over Jadarius Perkins' spot as star. Two, uh, I, I just think he's been better. I think Jadarius Perkins has shown us enough that he's not going to make these insane plays consistently. He had a great pick against Georgia. That's not something that we've seen him be able to do consistently. Uh, so Miguel Mitchell has made the most of his opportunities. Give him some more. You are bowl eligible. You are favored heavily in this game against Vanderbilt. You should win this game handedly against Vanderbilt because guess what? You're the better football team. Have some fun with it. Put Miguel Mitchell at star. It's where he belongs, where he should be. Also in the secondary, cornerback, 
Jordan Young. Um, this one is a little bit different because it's not like Star where there's not like at Star, there's underperforming players throughout. At corner, not so much. I think that Jason Marshall is doing a fine job, especially now with playing a little bit more man. I think that Jaden Hill doing an all right job. I think that uh, Jalen Kimber, Avery Helm doing solid jobs. I know that obviously Devin Moore is out for the year. He was doing a solid job before then, but Jordan Young looked great in his reps against South Carolina, um, which is not something I was expecting, but he looked great in his reps against South Carolina. You already rotate your corners a ton, like honestly an obscene amount. This is just adding him to the rotation. That's that's all I'm saying. You know, I think that also I see the benefit and I don't see the benefit of going, okay, like Jason Marshall and Jaden Hill start and then Avery Helm and Jalen Kimber rotate in. Um, personally, I'd like to see, you know, Jason Marshall, Jaden Hill start, Jason Marshall, Avery Helm next, and then uh, Avery Helm, Jalen Kimber, or Jalen Kimber, uh, Jordan Young, or some kind of weird rotation where I see the benefit of playing the same duo at all times because you're kind of in sync at that point, but I'd also like to see more combinations. Say, hey, maybe we find a, a more effective duo. Add Jordan Young to the rotation, though. That is my point. That That's my very long roundabout way. Um Jordan Young is someone who should be playing, and it was great to see him play against South Carolina. It was great to see him play well. That was unexpected. Like I, I know that Jordan Young's a corner that I like. I did not anticipate him playing that well in his first meaningful action of the season. Wasn't wasn't prepared for that. On the offensive side of the ball, uh, as we found out on Monday, um, yeah, Monday morning-ish, if I'm not mistaken, Trent Widmore. Uh, wide receiver for the Florida Gators said that he will enter his name into the transfer portal. Not surprising. I think all of us were like, hey, Trent Whitmore's probably hitting the portal. His brother decommitted, all that. Um, not not a huge loss. Obviously, I have nothing against Trent. My point is that he's not someone that was contributing to the team uh, on, on game day. I'm sure he did a lot in scout and and practice, but not contributing to the team in a major way where his presence alone would be felt. Um, I don't think that he needs to be replaced on the depth chart because on the depth chart, he was listed as an or behind Ricky Pearsall. Um, What I will say is that there is now a spot on the depth chart that could use with a little bit of replacement and Trent Whitmore's name is gone. So I would like to see Dejon Reynolds names get name, get put in there. Um, he is taller than most slot receivers. You notice the receivers there, there's three receiver spots on the Gators depth chart at two of them. Pretty much everybody is six, three or taller. And then there's the slot, which is, you know, six foot six, one, whatever. Uh, Dejon Reynolds is listed as six, two. He got some reps there earlier this year. Not a ton, not a lot, not even enough to be like, oh, he's good at this. He's bad at this. I would like to see him work out at that spot, though, because I, I just feel like Dejan Reynolds could work as that kind of bigger slot receiver that Billy that uh, Billy Napier has shown throughout his career he likes using. And so I think you should go, hey, Dejan Reynolds, that's you. It's your turn. Because if Justin Shorter is back, you've got Justin Shorter and Caleb Douglas as your ex-receivers. 
and then Dejan Reynolds is just getting lost in the shuffle. Throw him in as a uh, as a backup slot. Just 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 give him some reps and see what happens. Uh, especially when you don't know, maybe next year he'll be a contributor. Um, so so that's where I kind of stand on it. But we're about to be joined by Hayden Hanson, Florida Gators freshman tight end. But first, today's episode of Locked On Gators is brought to you by LinkedIn. So as the sun comes out, small businesses are back in business. LinkedIn Jobs makes it easier for you to grow your team. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the people that you want to interview faster and for free. With simple tools like screening questions, it makes it easier for you to focus on candidates that you want to hire or at least want to interview because they have the right skills and experience. So it helps you prioritize who you need to go to. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality leads versus leading competitors. And nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn every week. So post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college. That's linkedin.com slash locked on college. Terms and conditions apply. Joining me now for Locked On Gators like he does every Wednesday is Hayden Hanson, Florida Gators freshman tight end. And Hayden, bowl eligible. How's it feel? Feels good. Um, feels like we're definitely gonna we're gonna win out and get an extra game to win too to uh, kind of put the stamp on the season and send the seniors out the right way and go with the next season with the good mood. Yeah, uh, and I know that, that Billy has spent multiple press conferences now talking about getting bowl eligible, and he's like, "Well, we want this extra fifteen practices." Um, I'm just hoping that at this point, you guys go to a cool spot, get get some cool stuff, because I know that I forgot who it was, but years ago. Like the like everybody on the team got like PlayStations and that was awesome. Um, so hopefully, but um, what was Billy's message in the locker room after the manhandling of South Carolina? Yeah, he just said basically enjoy it for twenty four hours and don't get cocky. Stay down to earth. He said we still got two games to take care of in a bowl game now. Obviously, since he won, um, he just we just. Our main, our main focus is just go to work like that last week didn't happen, you know, just keep going out there and prove ourselves. Because the second you let human nature kind of creep in there, then, uh, you know, you kind of get comfortable. You don't come out as sharp, you know, so we're trying to just maintain our focus. And what was it like kind of, because this is obviously your first year in college, what was it like to see the the senior day festivities, we'll say, kind of play out where a bunch of guys who you've spent now six-ish months with, kind of literally get their flowers. Yeah, I mean it was it was cool to see um I all the emotion and stuff, all the years they put into it. It's finally coming to an end. Football ends for everyone at some point. And uh, you know, you just gotta be grateful for the time you've had with your teammates. You gotta make the most of it. And uh I mean it just showed me to be grateful because it goes by faster than you think, you know. Yeah. Um there there's one thing that I have to ask you about because I think it's what kind of broke the internet, at least for Florida Gators Twitter for the past couple of days. What was going through your mind when Desmond Watson ripped that ball away? I was, I was like, if he scores, he'll be on every social media platform in the world. And then I see he sits around the kind of nowhere. I was surprised at first that he took him down, but after the play, he told me he felt the ball kind of come loose, so he kind of fell on it to save it. But I mean, that was you don't see that every day. Uh, that was that definitely got the crowd going. Uh, I, I it was so fast at first in person, you couldn't even tell he actually did it. And so you're like, wow, he actually has the ball. You know, it was just, it was surreal. Yeah. I mean, you guys, I'm sure you couldn't see it from the sideline, but even on TV, I was like, what just happened? Because it did not look like he was, like he had his arm in there or anything. It was just, 
insane. Um, I wish he would have scored. I know AR was like, if he scored, we probably would have just gone into the locker room. Like it probably would have just been game at that point. But um, th there is a thing that the Gators do on the sideline whenever there's, you know, touchdown and then big play with the, I don't even know what you want to call it. I've, I've been calling it a pimp cane. I don't know if anybody else, <laughs> I don't know what you want to call it, but who's had the best, the best celebration with it on the sideline? Uh, I mean, I, AR is pretty nice with it. <laughs> the he practices it with Tiger, but uh, uh, I say him, maybe Montrell, maybe Etienne. Uh, eh, uh, I would. Eh, I I don't think anyone's beating AR. I mean, he just he's really smooth with it. You know, he does. He gets a lot. He gets to the end zone a lot, so he gets a lot of practice. You know, so yeah, that's that's fair. Um, I would say you know, one of the things with right now just transfer portal everything's happening we saw this week two more players from florida said that they're going to be transferring out and i think that a lot of people talk about the negative part of that i like to point about it as a positive i'm just like hey like you're just gonna have more kids that are brought into the program on campus at that point and you've been brought into the program that's something that i think everybody can tell in your answers where even at the grimmest times, you were like, hey, the goal is still a championship. So I think everybody can tell you're bought into the program. More people are being bought in. How does it feel to kind of start thriving and people finally realize that the process is working? Like like being bought into the process is working, at least in Gainesville. It doesn't happen everywhere, but it's working in Gainesville. Yeah, I mean, Napier's process, you know, is just it's a it's one to stick, stick true to, you know. I mean, I feel like a lot of people can believe in it and uh I mean, it's worked before. Worked at UL, got him here, and uh, everyone, everyone on the team has bought into it. And it's just, it'll be exciting to see how he kind of evolves the plan. Today's episode of Lockdown Gators is brought to you by Bet Online. Florida Gators currently fourteen point favorites against Vanderbilt this coming Saturday. Last Saturday, we saw Florida cover the spread as favorites for the first time. All season, first time they were favored going into a game and covered the spread. They were favored by eight against South Carolina or eight and a half, maybe whatever it was. They covered it because they demolished South Carolina one by 32. So you, you cover any single digit spread at that point. But bet online, it's your number one spot for all of your betting needs and sports information. I've been using it for years. Ain't no secret about that. But head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn all about the trends and action. Check out bet online. It's where the game starts. Yeah, there's a, there's a specific player I wanted to ask you about, if you're cool speaking about him a little bit. Um, but it, it's Caleb Douglas, because he's someone who, when he committed to Florida, I was very excited about it. I know last week I was on my show, then I was like, hey, he should be a starter if Justin Shorter can't. And I got called a moron for it, um, which it, it is what it is. But, um, and I know in the offseason, he said he was focusing on learning, playing the X receiver position and eventually learning more, quiet most of the season. Has he always been like that guy or has he just developed significantly since even the start of the season? Well, I think it's both. I mean, there's a lot of, a lot of people in our class that have developed a lot. Um, but I mean, even on the scouting, that dude is making insane plays. And I mean, it's just, he, it's just, I mean, he's got really good guys in front of him, seniors, you know, uh, but I mean, he's really good and he's stuck true to Napier's process and uh, he's getting a lot better and he earned the chance to start his first game. Last, uh, last game, he did a great job and uh, everyone has high hopes for him and now that we're here it, it it's vandy week last sec game of the season for florida so it's the last chance to finish 500 in the sec 
It's also the last chance to get ranked before Florida State and maybe run into a ranked versus ranked game there, assuming they don't blow it. Um, but how's preparation been for this game where it's been a dominant couple weeks and then now Vanderbilt's the last chance against 500? Yeah, uh, I mean, same thing, same thing we do every week. Uh, I mean, we just – we don't take any opponent lightly. I mean, they just beat a team that we lost to. Um, so, I mean, they, they got a little motivation. They think they can do it again. Uh, I think we have, like, an eight-game win streak against them. So, I mean, we obviously want to keep that going and go into our last game of the season with a win. So, Yeah, I want to say the, uh, the the transitive property logic in college football is the most irritating thing there is where it's like, well, Vanderbilt beat Kentucky and Kentucky beat Florida. So therefore Vanderbilt should be Kentucky or should be Florida. It's just it's the most irritating thing to see on, on social media around there. Um, but I, I have just two questions for you before we let you go. And they're I, I mean, they're not necessarily Florida specific, but do you have a a favorite route that you like to run? And what is it? Because I know that uh, I believe it was Keeter that you talked about was like the, like the slide route or something that in practice he's worked out well. So is there a favorite route for you or one that you're most successful on? And do you know what it is about it? Yeah, hands down for me, it's the corner route. Uh, I just get to – because, I mean, they don't know if you're running the seam or not until the last second you kind of stem out. And I just get to use my height and length and to get a little separation. And I just love when I get a little high ball in the corner route. And, you know, that's – I have a high success rate on those this year, especially like during scrimmages and stuff. So, yeah. I'll, I'll ask the question. Usually we call it a 50-50 ball when you throw it up in the air. What do you, what do you think it is when they throw it towards you in a high ball? Uh, that's got to be 99 out of 100. I'm not going to say 100 out of 100 because, I mean, they've got some good DBs that will <clears throat> break it every once in a while, but it's very rare. Yeah, all right. Okay, we'll see. We'll see. Once. We'll see you hopefully next season once once game time hits. But um, Florida, I mean, one thing that Florida, Billy Napier do, uh, that they keep tight ends in to block about 20% of passing snaps, whether it was Zip or Xanders. How difficult is it just as a tight end to kind of know your responsibility consistently and as far as gelling with the offensive line? Like it's not something that you do every play. So it's something you do very rarely where you kind of have to be prepared for a, a stunt or if you got to be in blitz pickup responsibility, whatever it is. How difficult is it to kind of get that responsibility down? Yeah, I mean, tight end is a very complex position. Um, you get you have to do both best of both worlds. You got to be a receiver. You got to communicate with them. You got to communicate with the O-line, make sure everyone's clicking. Your, your stuff's always changing. So, I mean, you just got to – you have to stay focused and you can't forget – what you're thinking because it could be two things at once you know so you just gotta you have to be ready you have to know the stuff and you just always have to keep your mind on like straight up focused the whole time yeah uh, i know that I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing you actually get to do these things um because it sounds incredibly complex it sounds like something that i do not have the capacity to do uh <laughs> just just mentally doing all that it, it sounds a lot but thank you so much hayden this is hayden hansen florida gators freshman tight end catch him every week with your Florida Gators and every week on Lockdown Gators. Thanks for making Lockdown Gators your first listen of the day every day. We're available daily and free wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll be back tomorrow to talk more Florida Gators football. We're previewing the game against Vanderbilt. For your second listen, check out Lockdown SEC hosted by Chris Gordy of Sports 790. Get the best coverage on the best conference, including the best university. University of Florida for Lockdown Gators. I'm Brandon Olson. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon. Find all my written work with Whole Nine Sports and GiantsCountryFSI.com. And I will see you all tomorrow.